0: Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly Odyssey into all the Oddity Planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome everybody to Earth Oddity Podcast. I'm John. This is Tiny. Correct. And we are here recording on time, on this, time week. this week. Yes, which means you're gonna get two close-together episodes. To download and listen to. Lucky you. Lucky <laughs> you. Credit to us for thinking of you. <laughs> yes. Uh, how's your week been?
1: It's been fun. Yeah. I mean, it hadn't been super long since yeah. we met last, but yeah, it was all right.
0: I had a good week, too. I had a run-in with a Mennonite. Okay. Uh, My boss took me to eat at a place in Demopolis, mm-hmm. and it's like a little meet-and-three place. I can't remember the name of it, but we walk in. And we got to go down the road to get our stuff. Well, the Mennonite lady comes out and immediately helps Shane. Mm -hmm. And then I get stuck with the most horrible person to help me out. She didn't ask me what kind of cornbread I wanted. I (laughs) wanted Mexican cornbread. And I know that Mennonite lady refused to wait on me. And she gave Shane excellent service and all (laughs) of that. So take that Mennonite. I mean, one day we're going to have to just have it out. You know, I'm going to have to fight them, I guess. Well,
1: I'll tell you one thing. I was told by a wise man that you never want to get in a Bible quoting match with a Mennonite. Oh, I'm sure they know it like crazy. <laughs> Ever.
0: I'm sure they know it VB, like crazy. All your
1: years of VBS will fail you <laughs> <laughs> if you get into a a debate, a biblical debate with a yeah. Mennonite.
0: Yeah, I just felt like she ignored me and left me to the um. what do they call? It? Do they call us English? Like the Amish do? They do. Left me to an Uh, English. Yeah. I
1: know that's what the Amish call us. Yeah, that's
0: what the Amish call us. I don't know a lot about Mennonites. There's a lot around us, though, Mm. but I've just never interacted with them much, you know, to be like, hey, what's up with you guys? (laughs) y'all wear them little things on your head. You know, ladies, that little bonnet thing they have on? Yeah. What's up with that?
1: Maybe that's because of, like, the whole uh, head coverings.
0: Maybe so. In Corinthians. Do you think it's like uh, if we got women running around here with exposed ponytails, <laughs> you know, cause a bunch of the brothers to stumble, you know? Well, like, we I mean, we talked
1: about this, the FLDS. They sure. had the whole yeah. thing going on. They
0: were, I want Dieter to start dressing like a FDLDS <laughs> woman. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a thing on Facebook the other day that was like, all right, ladies, we brought back the mullet talking about guys, and it was like, it's time for y'all to bring back like the big teased-up 80s hair and all that. <laughs> I was like, yes, that would be amazing.
1: I, the 80s was the pinnacle of human fashion. You think so? I, that's in my opinion, yes.
0: You think that Fashion the, has
1: been downhill ever since.
0: I would say the 90s was better to me, but well, maybe that's- I'm partial to it, but- you know, we had neon hyper color t shirts fashion <laughs> reaches technological peak with hyper color t shirts.
1: I just I want to go back to acid wash jeans.
0: Okay and torn denim. Sure. So bad. And like a <laughs> denim jacket with <laughs> yeah. a with a slayer back patch on it. And the sl- sleeves cut off of sure. it. Sure. And this is like stringy. So I saw, I know you watch Stranger Things, right? Have yes. you watched the new Stranger Things Absolutely. season or whatever? Yeah. I saw something. I don't know. I know that there's a guy who played uh, uh, what Metallica song was? It? Uh, oh, Master, Master of Puppets, of Puppets. yeah. Right. And I know the show takes place in the 80s. So somebody broke it down on the internet. It was like Masters of Pupp- Master of Puppets uh, or, uh, was released on this date. And this guy would have had like eight days to learn it <laughs> without the aid of the internet, sheet music, guitar taverns, or anything. Well, it's not impossible. Not impossible. Maybe
1: he was a really good guitarist sure. and he could play it by ear.
0: It was like Steve I. You know, he could do stuff like I that. I do
1: remember. Now, I didn't go to the – I'm not a big enough nerd to yeah. like actually Google it. Sure. I was just kind of like, okay, this is a show. I'm just going to take it. But I remember as I was watching it thinking, was that – did was that, that even out? I was going to say, was that out yet? <laughs> Cause I know that was late eighties, which yep. the show is, is progressed to where it's kind of in that area. Right. But I remember thinking, I don't know. Oh, well, <laughs> oh well. it's super cool. <laughs>
0: sure. Maybe it was, I don't know, man. Um, the Hudson texted me the other day, he's on a trip. He's going to be gone. He left Friday morning. He's going to be gone till next Saturday, mm-hmm. um, out scouting. But, uh, He texted me, he's like, I'm trying to get this dude to listen to The Grateful Dead. And uh, he doesn't respect it or something like that. (laughs) I was texting back. I was like, man, it's not for everybody.
1: You have to be chosen. Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) The Grateful Dead picks you, (laughs) you don't pick them. Yeah. He is not of the Grateful Dead elect. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Exactly. From the foundations of time. (laughs) (laughs) This random group of weirdos. Are selected by Jerry Garcia. We <laughs> <laughs> called them by their names. Huh. Um, yeah. So I may be proud though, who's trying to spread the gospel <laughs> out there. You know the gospel
1: of the grateful dead. That's
0: right. To another teenager <laughs> who only listens to like Drake, and I'm sure Hudson yeah. puts it on, and the guy's like, This is weird.
1: <laughs> you know? When is this song gonna end and another <laughs> one start?
0: <laughs> well, at least he's out there trying. Yeah, yeah I, I respect it. Um, So we got to talk about news. That's what we're here for, right? That's right. Um, what kind of stories? No, let me tell you what I got. Yeah, pardon. what do you got? Psych. <laughs> I don't want you to go first. <laughs> I want to tell you mine first. Um, We're going to talk about an eerie glow in the sky down under in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about why Russia says it's losing the war to Ukraine. And, um, we're going to talk about equality between the sexes.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to talk about a sword attack in Waikiki. I'm going to talk about a Florida woman who was, uh, had run in with a selfish. Mm. But I want to start with this one. Just real quick, by way of introduction, have you ever had a bad date? A bad date. A bad
0: date. You had a girl cry on a date one time. Okay, I would say that. I think I've told that story, haven't I? I think you. Have. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She cried. I had to take her home. <laughs>
1: I have never been on a bad date. Okay. Every single woman I've taken out had a great
0: time. Sure. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm. I'm. You know, I only got one bad one. Yes. Yeah. So all the other ones enjoyed themselves. <laughs>
1: I, the one that didn't have such a great time. She didn't sue you for $10,000. No, she? she didn't. Well, that's what happened. Well, one, that's what one woman did. Woman sues man for $10,000 after a bad date and then unloads on the judge during the hearing. Oh, wow. Which, just at the outset, that's typically not what you should do if you want the ruling to go your way. Uh, women are getting so uppity.
0: Like, <laughs> they, they can dress down a judge in court. Well, you can't be doing that. Not if you want to win.
1: No, not if you want to (laughs) win. Not a good strategy. A Michigan woman had her lawsuit transferred out of court after she snapped at a judge for questioning her knowledge of the law when she decided to sue a man for taking her out on a bad date. Okay, Kashante Short filed suit against Richard Jordan in 2020, accusing him of intentional infliction of emotional distress caused by the date. Per TMZ, the legal docs allege that Richard intentionally hurt her feelings when he did not show and left on her mother's birthday. And her mom had just passed away, which sounds like a bad date. Yeah. But it's hard to prove intent. Well, yeah. Well, unless she's got like a text from somebody where he was like, Hey, I'm going to leave this woman.
0: Well, I would think I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. You know. I, I think you have to prove damages, right, if you're going to sue somebody, like how how well, you were damaged. This it's
1: emotional distress. But that's not emotional distress, <laughs> right? Maybe she's got like a, a bill from her shrink. <laughs> Maybe so. I guess you had to I go, know. I don't know. You could be right. Uh, Kashante was demanding Jordan pay her $10,000 as a result of this distress. During the Paris 10-minute virtual hearing, With Judge Herman Marble Jr. in Flint, Michigan, Jordan remained relatively silent aside from speaking on how this case was a waste of the court's time. (laughs) Judge Marble Jr. seemed to agree with him and then questioned whether short was in the proper courtroom to handle this case. She argued that she was and accused Jordan of committing perjury as a result of a misleading statement that he put on a document filed to the judge. Judge Marble Jr. stopped her and reminded her that perjury can only occur in a courtroom because it is committed under oath, which Mm -hmm. Short took offense to. Quote, he put a document that stated a lie, she said, yelling over Judge Marble Jr. Bottom line, you said it was a criminal offense, so I will send it to circuit court. Are we done here? Are we done here? (laughs) I know exactly what perjury means. (laughs) The argument escalated from there with Short and the judge eventually screaming over one another, uh, please do not insult my intelligence. She told the judge, don't do that. Do not insult my intelligence as if I do not understand what the word perjury means. Do not. If it's a criminal offense, then it's a criminal offense. <laughs> <laughs> and judge marble junior responded. I'm so sorry. You're, that's exactly what perjury is. Sure. Miss Short." <laughs> Sure. <laughs> no. He ended up transferring the case over to circuit court, which means the disgruntled pair will have to appear in front of another judge at a later date. Hmm. So
0: So I take it she's representing herself, or maybe this is like an arbitration. Maybe I missed that part. Uh,
1: yeah. It, I mean it was a virtual hearing.
0: I have one of those Friday. Okay. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I don't know. Uh tell you what, I mean Well. Kudos on him for just dumping this off on another
0: judge. Uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, I'm just getting out of the situation.
1: <laughs> That's somebody one of the best just,
0: feelings in the world.
1: Somebody dropped the ball. Yeah. This not making it onto Judge Judy. Sure. Or Judge Joe yes. Brown. Like, I don't know. Whoever is whoever's responsible for going through all these cases. You gotta then, be on. And there. then contacting the people saying, hey. How about we do this on the show and you'll get whatever?
0: Yeah, we'll pay you. You don't a, have to pay any court costs fee, right? Yeah. yeah, and we'll settle it like real men in front of Judge Judy.
1: <laughs> Somebody missed a good one.
0: Well, um, I, you know, justice is blind. I guess justice doesn't do blind dates. <laughs> That's corny. That's I'm ashamed I said that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, kudos to this dude for getting out of a potentially horrible relationship with this woman. Mm-hmm. It's good this when they just come out and go absolutely nuts up front. You know? You're like, <laughs> I, I dodged a bullet with that one. I
1: was about to say, some will hide
0: it for a long time.
1: When all you have to do is answer yes, no questions to the judge and the judge isn't yeah, really conversing with right. you, that's always good.
0: You sure. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, some, and men too, they'll hide their craziness for a very long time and then they spring it on you and you're like, oh, well, I didn't realize you liked sleeping with other men, you know, and right. uh, so we have to get a divorce or whatever. Um. So this lady got out and opened in the early
1: years ago when I was single that
0: uh, marriage is the biggest
1: gamble you'll ever take. Oh, yeah, because no matter how long you've been together, there's a chance you don't know who you're marrying.
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah. that's. Scary to think about. <laughs> Adira has no clue about who she's married to. Still. Still. <laughs> all these years later. I hold back so much from everybody. I, I would be absolutely insane if I was allowed to be my true self. <laughs> but I can't because I don't want to hurt my mom and dad's feelings. So, um, well, Let's talk about another lady here. Really a man and a lady. Okay. A man pulls a gun on a woman who didn't thank him for holding the door open. (laughs) A 25-year-old Connecticut man on Saturday allegedly pulled out a gun on two women because they did not thank him for holding a door open for them, according to local police. Now, they say chivalry's dead, you know? (laughs) And this is why it's dead. We can't even get a thank you anymore. Law enforcement responded to a Hamden Family Dollar Store at about 3.15 p.m. after receiving a report that a man was pointing a gun at two customers outside of the store, Um, the police department said in the statement. When officers arrived, a witness told police that a man, who was later identified as Joshua Murray, allegedly pointed a gun at the women for whom he had held the door open. They told officers that he allegedly grew irate after they did not say thank you. When police located Murray, they allegedly found a firearm on him. Not illegal to have a firearm on you, by the way. just want to point that out. But It, it is, is to brandish,
1: though. It is to brandish. I was to say, if you pointed at someone yeah. in a threatening manner,
0: That's, that it's is a
1: brandishing, and that can get you in a lot of trouble. Right. Rightfully so.
0: Um, and when they arrested him, he allegedly interfered. However, nobody suffered any, any injuries that, uh, statement said, now here is his mugshot. Oof, man. He could do with a better hairdo. I would say that much. <laughs> um, Hampton's a town of about 60,000 people located just north of New Haven. He's charged with carrying a pistol without a permit. That's illegal in some States, uh, where we love the Constitution is not, though. Uh, two counts, of second degree breach of peace and interfering with a police officer. He's expected to appear in court. Um, oh, here's a great paragraph for you, Tiny. You're going to love this. You and I, you got your NRA t shirt on. <laughs> Even though nobody was injured in this case, gun violence remains a major issue across the United States with fatal shootings occurring regularly. In 2021, more than, guess how many people died from gun violence? 2,000. 20,000 people died from gun violence in the U.S.
1: That's an awful little bit.
0: A significant increase from previous years. You know why? Everybody was stuck at home with their family.
1: Well, I was going to say, now look, um... Gun violence is, like, like violence is violence. Sure. Yeah, I don't want to, I'm not trying to
0: say that this Does it matter if you get killed with a gun or a, a, a club?
1: But I would like to point out that statistically 60% of those are suicides.
0: Okay. So. Sure. A lot of times that's not mentioned. And most often they happen with handguns. Right, that's I true mean, too. The yeah. almost overwhelming majority of gun violence is done with a handgun. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we're going after long rifles. Well, because those are the scary ones. Leonard Skinner. I said made this point. Leonard Skinner is they came out a long time ago and said handguns aren't good for nothing but killing. They already knew. We all know. That's all they're for. If we want to do something. That's why we give the that's we, why we
1: give cops uh, handguns. Right.
0: <laughs> You're not gonna overthrow the government with a handgun. I was just gonna say that. You're gonna need a long rifle for that. <laughs> all right. Shift the debate to a absolutist and go, all right, I'll give up this. If y'all shut up about everything else, then maybe we can get a bazooka or something, you know, <laughs> like it's a negotiation we got to try to do something. We'll yeah. give up pistols. If we get bazookas right? and that'll solve most of this, these problems. Yeah. I, I don't know how to fix the country's problem. There's no one fixing it. We just like <laughs> to shoot people.
1: <laughs> we'll say that, uh, it is. I mean, it's in the Constitution. The Supreme Court has ruled on, yeah, the, the Heller decision. They've That's even right. ruled on it. And you can we can change the Constitution, but in order to do that, you got to have sixty percent. No, you got to have two thirds right of Senate and the House, and then yes. you also have to have a whole bunch of states ratify it too.
0: Yes, it has to be ratified in. Is it two thirds of the states mm-hmm. too? Yeah. So so look, if we can't. If you can't pass
1: Build Back Better in a Democrat-controlled Congress, <laughs> Joe I, them. I don't think that's happening. <laughs> no. Well, so the question is, where do we go from here? We can't go around door-to-door, right. Mr. and Ms. America, like, Ms., uh, like Diane Feinstein said, to take them all Sure, up. You can't do that. Nobody, yeah. What What can we do?
0: Well, the first thing you have to understand, Tiny, is that this is a cultural problem, mm-hmm. Okay. Americans, from their onset, have been violent people. I mean, from the very first ones that came over here, we've been violent, all right? It's just built into our culture. How dare you take away our culture of killing other people, okay? Mm -hmm. Can't do that. It's near and dear to Americans' hearts. That's what we do. It's what we're good at. It's what we excel at. I don't think it's right that people try to take it away. There's no fixing it. That's just how it is here. I
1: listened to a podcast recently. It was uh, it was actually the latest episode of Politics, Politics, Politics. If anybody wants to go check it out, but it wasn't Justin Young. It was a, a guy filling in for him named Andrew Heaton. He goes in depth into like the gun violence in America, yeah, and like where what we can do, where we can go. And I tell you what, he made a very compelling case where he laid out that statistically, gun violence was very low. And then it spiked during Prohibition, mm-hmm. and then after Prohibition was done away with, it, it leveled back down, and then it spiked. It started spiking again in the 80s with the War on Drugs. Yeah, the War on Drugs. So, <laughs> well, you may be right. He made a, he made a very convincing argument to a Southern Baptist. <laughs> That yeah, we need to uh, legalize that, this crack. That potentially uh like just don't coming out and admitting, you know what, we lost that war. Sure. We should just chalk that one no. up as a loss. That's a
0: tough one to come
1: out and admit, guys. <laughs> but we
0: I know we got a ton of funding dollars tied to this war on drugs. All that's going away. Mm-hmm. Sorry, police department in Winston Winston County, Alabama. You're not getting an MRAP anymore, you know, (laughs) all that stuff.
1: Instead, we're going to put that towards uh, education and we're going to treat this like a disease. Sure. Not like a crime. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Which there's a long ongoing debate on whether addiction is a disease or a crime. That's Mm -hmm. happened for a long time. Right. You know, it is what it is. However we get there, when people get addicted, whether they choose to do it or it's like a just a predestined (laughs) for them to be addicted to it. Um, When they're addicted, they're addicted. So that's the problem. (laughs) You know, not figuring out why they get addicted. When they're addicted, we need to figure out how to get them unaddicted and back to being productive members of society. I agree. I've been anti-war on drugs for a long time. It's bad. Doesn't help anybody. We haven't done anything to keep people from using drugs. I can get whatever drug I want right now mm-hmm. if I try hard enough. You know?
1: But the one thing that we have done is give power and money to sure. some of the largest criminal organizations yes. in the world.
0: You know who's loving the war on drugs? The cartel. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they love them. They love the war on drugs. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's wild. So anyways, yeah, we're not going to fix gun violence on this podcast. Not going to do it unless everybody comes to Jesus real quick, all right? Right. And we could talk about that if y'all want to. Shout us, call us, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I doubt that we're going to be able to fix it. One thing we can fix is, women, you better say thank you when we hold the door open for you. (laughs) All right? That's all we're asking here.
1: I was about to say, there's no excuse for what that dude did. No. But I tell you what, it... It wouldn't, it, well, it might, it, you never know. Sure. That that guy who's holding that door for you, you don't know if he's crazy.
0: Well, yeah. sometimes I've had it happen to me where you hold the door open and like a lady won't say thank you. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, to me, I always chalk it up. Well, this is a South. They're so used to getting mm-hmm. the door opened up to them, They don't even notice it anymore. You know, like it just happens everywhere.
1: Yeah, I've had the same thing happen, but you know what? I chalk that up to I was what? like, well, I wasn't holding the door open for you. Sure, I was holding the door open for Jesus because He <laughs>
0: wanted me to hold the door open for you. You're a much better man because as soon as they don't say thank you,
1: uh,
0: this is what I do. I'm not gonna. I'm, I can't tell a you lie. You your gun on them? <laughs> no, I can't tell a lie. What I do when I hold the door open and someone doesn't say thank you, male or female, I immediately let it go as soon as I realize. They're not saying thank you or they're not acknowledging me you know because like, i'll give you a head nod or something like that i immediately let it go and when i let it go i give it just a little bit of a push to try to make it catch up <laughs> if it doesn't have a good you know or you know uh what's the what's the not the closer thing yeah you know sometimes you can push and those things will still go close but if you're at a convenience store those doors are wore out. You can you can catch somebody on the heel of one of them. That's always fun.
1: <laughs> we just we need automatic doors. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. That'll fix the problem. <laughs> For a quality.
0: We need automatic doors. I got my head caught in an automatic door one time. That's right. You did. I know. That's why I am the way I am today. All Traumatic right. brain inj- injury at like age nine.
1: All right, John, check this one out. How about this? In Stewart, Florida, a 70-year-old woman was stabbed by the bill of a 100-pound sailfish that leapt out of the water and attacked her as her companions were trying to reel it in on a boat near the Florida coast. The sailfish hmm. stabbed the woman from Arnold, Maryland, in the Grawin area with its pointed bill on Tuesday while she was standing in the boat as two companions tried to bring it in Uh, They were about 3.2 kilometers offshore from Stewart, Florida, according to a report from the Martin County Sheriff's Office. The companions applied pressure to the wound and the woman was taken to Stewart for medical treatment. The woman told deputies that the attack happened so fast that she didn't have time to react. Sailfish are among the fastest fish species in the ocean. And like the swordfish are recognizable by their extended pointed bills. Thank mm-hmm. you, Yahoo News, Thank for you. explaining what a selfish looks sure. like. I've, but ugh. man, like stand by a selfish. Yeah, you would think if that happened, like maybe one fell off the wall,
0: right? <laughs> and that's, like that's, like the, the, catch juicy
1: fish, the juicy seafood. The juicy
0: seafood. Yeah, I would love to have one of those fish mounted on my wall. You know, you
1: know, I wor- get this. I worked. At a fish place. It was called Skipjacks. Oh, wow. In Clarksville, Indiana. Wow. And he had. We're getting into tiny lore. <laughs> we are. Dude had a cellfish like up on his wall. Yeah. And he had two stores, but he ended up having to like close one of the stores. And he was like selling stuff and I almost bought, I almost bought
0: it. Man, how awesome would that be? I'm not even like an animal on the wall type of guy. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with people who are like, if I killed a a deer, I don't have no desire to put it on the wall. It's like, let me get the meat out of it, save me the hide or whatever. So I can do something cool with it. I can make me a, a, I can make me something cool with it, but that's about it. Yeah, but uh, one of those fish, it looks so impressive. Every Mm -hmm. seafood restaurant I've ever been in, I just look at it, I'm like, that would be so balling to have on your wall. I
1: don't have a pontoon boat. But if I had a pontoon boat, I would want a sell fish hanging
0: somewhere. <laughs> That'd be the great thing when people come and look at it. Uh, you are like, oh, wow, where did you take that selfish You're like, out of Lake Tuscaloosa one day. We just had a lake day with a family, took the pontoon boat out. It was the craziest yeah. thing I've ever seen. Got it on a 20-pound test line and a topwater bait. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I- I've Got always right been up there by my
1: salt life sticker. Yeah.
0: What a great way to die, though. You know, I mean, not... For the person who died, mm-hmm. but for her family going on, that's pretty awesome. That's a great story to tell.
1: That's going to be a, like, what do they call that in the, uh, the obituary? That's going to be an obituary. Yeah. If it's read so many one. people. It's
0: a great one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, my, you know, my kids one day will be like, yeah, dad died. He had a stroke or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, crapped his pants in the kitchen and had a stroke. <laughs> and we found him dead on the floor, <laughs> coffee overflowing, you uh-huh. know. Uh, whatever, and yeah, that'll be mine. And so that's why I've said for forever on my tombstone, I want he killed the bear that killed him, right, on there, because it's not going to matter to other people come and see it. They'll be like, that dude rocks. Well, <laughs> he must have been an incredible human being.
1: Yeah, how did Tiny die? He was wrestling a bear on top of a great white shark sure. falling into a volcano
0: while he was rescuing a <laughs> child. You know, yeah. yeah. I so said I think we should all lie on our tombstones. What does it matter? they would be like great brother or you know, good he, father. He and,
1: tackled Hans Gruber and they both fell off. Sure. Of the towers at Nakatomi Plaza.
0: <laughs> he took down Flight 96 and the terrorist. <laughs> He'll always be remembered. That's more stolen valor. I want to do that one. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. That would be cool. Um well, let's see my next story here. An eerie glow in the sky confuses an Australian town. That's- okay,
1: immediately, before you go any further, I would just like to say this aliens. Yeah. This is
0: aliens. Look at the picture and tell me it's not aliens. <laughs> Yep, that's aliens. Turns out it was a weed farm.
1: L- no, <laughs> it was aliens.
0: <laughs> when a pink glow lit up the evening sky above an Australian town on Wednesday, a local woman named Tammy Sumanowski wondered if the apocalypse had arrived. I think you're going to hear a trumpet blast.
1: Yeah, I don't remember there being like a pink haze Not, mentioned, yeah. but... I, I mean, who knows?
0: No, we don't Could know be. what's going to happen Could exactly. Be. It was it was just being a cool, calm. I was just being a cool, calm mum, telling the kids there's nothing to worry about, she told the BBC. But in my head, I'm like, what the heck is that? It turned out to be light emanating from a cannabis farm just outside the town of Mildura in northern Victoria. Why pink lights? Did they say why it was pink? I don't know. Huh. But like other stun locals, Mrs. Manowski's mind int- initially went elsewhere. Was it an alien invasion? An asteroid? Mum's on the phone and dad's in the background going, I better hurry up and eat my tea because the world's ending. Hmm. I hope y'all got right with the Lord. (laughs) Uh, And mom's like, what's the point of eating your tea if the world's ending? That's a very good point.
1: Well, because you don't want to waste your tea.
0: Well, yeah. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Another local, Nikki Champion, first thought it was a really bright red moon before realizing the light was originating from the ground. Um, All these end-of-the-world scenarios were going through my head. I have a big strange, I, ha, I was having a big Stranger Things moment. I'm like, Vecna? Vic, Vecna. He's is the that you? bad in the latest season. Okay. Both women, to their amusement, were wildly off base. Medicinal cannabis was legalized in Australia in 2016, but recreational use of the drug is banned. Since then, some 260,000 prescriptions have been approved by Australian regulators for a variety of illnesses. The most common reason for the prescription was chronic pain followed by anxiety And sleep disorders. What do you know? I got all three. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you need to go get some chronic for that chronic pain. (laughs) Uh, The number of prescriptions approved has doubled since 2019, with the majority of applications coming from the state of Queensland. Um, But charges for possession remain high, with 71,000 people prosecuted for marijuana-related crimes in 2018-2019. Reddish-tinged lights are used to help the crop grow. Usually, blackout blinds come down at dusk. On Wednesday, they didn't work. A spokesman for the manufacturing con groups revealed. Um, And because it was a cloudy night, the lights created a sunset on steroids that could be spotted almost an hour away from the facility. I cracked up laughing. It could have been something so much cooler but it was just a medical marijuana grow lights, basically. Uh, Mrs. Zermowski said that she also had a good laugh, probably because they're stone dopers. <laughs> Despite the initial panic, she was struck by the beauty of the light show. I reckon it was great. They should do it more often.
1: So marijuana needs pink lights to grow.
0: Well, these are red grow lights, but I'm sure... But they looked pink. They looked pink, okay. yeah, from a distance and reflecting off of whatever clouds in the sky or whatever it was. I think it was rave. Yeah, could have been. (laughs) That's what it was. Could have been. Well, so there you go. Uh, I would imagine, I would have thought all weed was legal in Australia for some reason. I thought they were a little more freedom-loving with stuff like that. Not guns. No. I think you had to turn all your guns in, right? I mean,
1: well, they are a nation that was founded entirely by convicts. Right, yeah. Sure.
0: Much like the state of Georgia. (laughs) People forget.
1: Well, yeah. yeah. So. So... yeah,
0: that'd take your guns up. Mm. But uh, yeah, you can't have weed down there. How about
1: this? You could put this on your tombstone, John. Okay. Uh, dying in a sword attack
0: or <laughs> okay. a sword duel. Sure, that'd be a great <laughs> way.
1: Uh, not exactly a duel, but a man did tragically lose his hand following a sword attack Ooh. at a Waikiki Seven
0: Eleven. Okay, time out. If you lost a hand. Would you get a prosthetic hand or would you get a hook?
1: I would get a chainsaw.
0: Oh. That's
1: what I would want. And then I would go after the guy who took my hand. Shop smart.
0: Shop that smart. i want revenge. I would get a hook. Like one of those hooks that open up so you can grab stuff. You've seen them. Uh I think that's so much cooler looking than just a prosthetic. I mean, they do amazing things with prosthetic hands now.
1: I would like the – Get one of those where you can put different attachments on. Oh, it. that's
0: not a bad idea. That would idea. be handy.
1: Yeah, you got like a jackhammer. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, <laughs> a suspect has been arrested in connection with an alleged sword attack that left a man in critical condition with a severed left hand and other wounds. I mean, no one wants to lose their hand, but if I had to pick, I'd want it to be my left. Yeah, I agree. You know, being yeah. right-handed. Yeah, I was a right-handed. Yeah. If
0: you're left-handed, that's no good. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: The alleged attack happened after midnight outside the 7 Eleven located near Ina Road at Kalakua Avenue. I'm sure everyone, sure. our Hawaii listeners, yeah, knows that. Exactly I'll check where it out at. when I'm
0: down there next year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Details of what led up to the attack have not been released. According to Honolulu Emergency Medical Services, the victim in the attack so far only identified as a man in his 40s was slashed multiple times. They found the man at the entrance to the parking lot with multiple lacerations, puncture wounds, and a severed hand, Honolulu EMS spokesperson Shane Enright told the Associated Press. Uh, They took the victim from the scene to a local hospital. Uh, Honolulu police arrested a suspect in the attack about an hour later. That person has only been identified as a 46-year-old man. That's the end of the story, but I tell you what.
0: Sounds like... Sounds like he didn't bring a sword to a sword fight, you know. <laughs> yes. When, when it comes down to it, he should have brought a gun to a sword fight. That's More reason he needs to be having a gun.
1: We all learned from Indiana Jones. That's true.
0: Gun wins. It's a classic (laughs) scene right there. I remember seeing that as a kid, and I was like, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. As a a little kid, I watched
1: Indiana Jones straight up murder a guy. (laughs) In
0: In the most hilarious
1: way possible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, man, Han Solo is cool.
1: You know, uh, it's funny because... I was listening to something, uh, maybe it was director's commentary, I don't know, but there was supposed to be like this big elaborate sword fight between Uh, Indiana Jones and this guy. And I think Harrison Ford's stunt double was sick and couldn't make it into work that uh, day. And Harrison Ford and George Lucas got together and talking, and he was like, well, you know, this guy, he carries like a Webley revolver. Wouldn't it be funny if he just shot him? Yeah, right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's much better. <laughs> yeah. It's much funnier. <laughs> well, um, I hate it for the so, prayers up. <laughs> <laughs> Knees geez going geez. down, <laughs> prayers going up. He lost have, the battle.
1: We have entirely too much sword crime we do. In, in Hawaii. We do. I would like to- <laughs> When is Hawaii going to do something about all their sword violence?
0: <laughs> uh <laughs> Let's talk about somebody else that's losing a battle. Russia says it's losing against Ukraine because. Would you venture a guess? <laughs> uh,
1: because the Russian soldiers maybe just don't want to fight. Before? Okay,
0: that's that's a good guess. My guess was because the United States is just giving them billions of dollars every <laughs> other day. We're just <laughs> handing them money. Just approved another like two hundred and seventy billion in. Whatever, military aid. Yeah. It, it, we got unlimited money, apparently. We're just handing it all to them.
1: Uh, again, I mean, yes, I, everyone likes money, but but how does the money fight a war for you?
0: Well, you can buy more bombs and stuff, I guess, from okay. people that are willing to sell them to you. Hmm. I.e. us. Well, (laughs) I.e. people that we've sold them to. (laughs) And we're like, okay, now you're you, whoever, you know, whatever country, Mm -hmm. you have to sell them to them because we say so. To all
1: our communist friends, I would like to point out, this is why it looks like capitalism doesn't
0: work. Sure. But
1: it really is just us being stupid
0: with our money. Honestly, (laughs) If you want to get really real about it, all of our communist friends should thank the United States for beating Japan. Because without that, communists would never got a foothold in the world. We could have used those atomic bombs on Russia and put them down. (laughs) Japan would have been the ruling power. They hated communism, by the way. Hated communism. So... You're welcome. <laughs> no, you're welcome. From the capitalist nation, we're the only reason you guys are still around. Yeah, because hmm. we blew up Japan. All right, anyways, no, Russia is losing the war against Ukraine because Ukraine has experimental mutant troops created in bio labs.
1: Oh wow, like the like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: That's what it sounds like. <laughs> that would be awesome. The, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Ukrainians. <laughs> Azov battalion. The teenage T M N U. The Teenage Mutant Nazi Azov Battalion. Um, nearly five months into its senseless war against Ukraine. Russia has concocted a wild new explanation for why the Kremlin's plan for a quick takeover fell apart so spectacularly. Because Ukraine has troops uh, that they have turned into superhuman killing machines during secret experiments in American-run biolabs, of course. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Now, if you don't think our CIA is already experimenting with this stuff, they really are. But I doubt it's fully operational yet. Right. (laughs) And I doubt we gave it to the Ukrainians first. (laughs) We did have biolabs in Ukraine, right? We wouldn't.
1: Well, according to Tulsi Gabbard, we do.
0: Yeah, right. So she's honest. I I think she is. I
1: like Tulsi too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like Tulsi too. You know who else I like? I'm just going to say it. I like Andrew Yang a lot. He's got this whole new, like, we just need a whole new party of let's just all be normal people. Mm hmm. Oh, I like that a lot. He's talking my language. I was
1: about to say, I don't know if you remember this, but... He's a big UBI guy, right? Yeah. You, yeah. We talked about this right. back when he was running. Sure. You know, and he's saying, I'm, I'm, you know, I kind of like... He's doing a. what he
0: can to try to get me to get on board with him. <laughs> Yeah, He's talking very normal. All right? <laughs> I don't. i I'm not a big UBI fan. I know you union guys probably are. You'll know, get that guaranteed check coming well, in. Well, no,
1: here's the... like When it comes to UBI, like, <laughs> every fiber in my being Thinks it's a bad idea. Yeah. That said, if... And and we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, right now our robots, all they're doing is like breaking off little kids who are playing chess and chess Uh, and chess. fingers.
0: Yeah. Did you see the video of the one they strapped the gun to? Yes, I did. That was a little... First of all, billion-dollar robot, I'd like to see you compensate for recoil a little bit more. (laughs) Had a little problem with that, okay? uh, Yeah. We still got a little edge, but they're closing the gap fast. Yeah. Uh,
1: But I will say, okay, look, assuming the robots don't immediately kill us all. Sure. And they instead, they take our jobs, then I don't know what we do. Other than UBI,
0: some some form, some way, we return to nothing. Like you farm your own living, you you farm your patch of the ground, but the and, robots
1: are doing that. Oh right? yeah,
0: well that's a good point. Yeah, can robots farm?
1: Yeah, uh, maybe, yeah. But here that's the thing. I'm just saying if we, and, and uh, that's what I think Andrew Yang has talked about. He's like, you know, we are inter- we could potentially in the near future. Be looking at an economy where robots are driving trucks, robots are flipping burgers, robots are doing all kinds of tasks. Right. And are we just going to let half of our population just be unemployed and have nothing and be starving to death?
0: Bill Gates would. (laughs) Andrew Yang blew up the (laughs) Guidestones. Yang gang. Uh. Yeah, I'm saying he said a lot. How about Andrew Yang Tulsi Gabbard? That'd be a great ticket, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Honestly, I heard somebody float the idea of a DeSantis Tulsi Gabbard presidential ticket, and I was like, that's interesting. I don't know if you could convince her to be on a Republican say, ticket that, or not. That
1: can't happen in our universe, in our timeline. Can't. That it? would be wild.
0: <laughs> like it would be a great way to pull in the like uh, the people who love Trump. You know, this is assuming if Trump runs, nobody else can run. He will destroy anybody that on the Republican side, you know, like you'd be a fool to run against Mm -hmm. Trump. He's going to call you an idiot in front of everybody. He's going to make fun of you and you're going to lose. All right. (laughs) Because if he doesn't, they were saying that would be a great way to get all the Trump fans and then be able to pull in the people from the left who aren't.
1: Far left. Yeah, yeah,
0: far left. That are like, okay, the the common sense people, the Andrew Yangs of the world Which or whatever. Which there's,
1: you know, there, I think there's a lot of them out there. I agree. I think that's why we have President Biden. Right. And not President
0: Whoever else was running. Well, that in the voting machines, Tiny, that were <laughs> just giving him votes in the middle of the night, right? Yeah. We tried to stop it on January 6th. We tried <laughs> to stop the steal, and they won't let us. <laughs> and we we're trying to stop the steal. Anyways, so back to Russia and Ukrainians. Uh, never mind. It says, so American-run biolabs pumping out these superhuman troops. Uh, said, never mind that there's a myriad of reports of Russian troops refusing to fight by the thousands, sabotaging their own shoddy equipment, and even deliberately wounding themselves to abandon the war. Russian lawmakers claim the real setback for Moscow was drugged up Ukrainian soldiers. Worked well for the Germans when they were drugged up, you know, for a long time. It yeah, did, very long time. <laughs> very uh, until we got involved, I gotta be honest, you know, and they decided to invade Russia too. Mm-hmm. That hurt them big time. Don't be fighting two wars, a, a front on, uh, on two sides, a war on two fronts.
1: No, that's our that's our party trick. Yeah,
0: that's what we do. <laughs> that's what we do, and we do it well, by <laughs> we, the way. We did, I mean, really well. Yes. It says uh, that claim was made by two Russian lawmakers heading up a commission to investigate bio laboratories in cr- Ukraine. Kommersant um, reported. Konstantin Kosachev, deputy speaker of Russia's Federation Council, and Iriana Yara Yarvaya, deputy chair of the State Duma touted what they described as bombshell findings from the investigation. Testing of Ukraine's POWs' blood, they claimed, uncovered a range of diseases that suggested they were secretly experimented on for military purposes. And, this is a quote, And we see the cruelty and barbarity with which the military personnel of Ukraine behave, the crimes that they commit against the civilian populations, those monstrous crimes that they commit against prisoners of war confirm that this system for the control and creation of a cruel murder machine was implemented under the management of the United States, Yara was quoted telling reporters. And those performance-enhancing drugs that they are still given in order to completely neutralize the last traces of human consciousness and turned them into the most cruel and deadly monsters also confirmed this, she claimed. Um, bizarrely, she also claimed that the president oh, that the presence of hepatitis A antibodies in the Ukrainian prisoners' blood was proof of American biolab conspiracy, since a former health minister for the Ukraine was a dual Ukrainian American citizen who had worked to acquire drugs for the treatment of hepatitis in the country. Hmm. So there you go. That's 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 rock
1: solid proof. That's why Russia's losing this war
0: because they don't have hepatitis anymore. Huh?
1: Yeah. I mean, what is the end to the like? Like, when is this? How is this going to end?
0: Can this end? I mean, I foresee it ending in the beginnings of World War III.
1: I really don't want
0: to do World War III unless Trump gets back in there and gets them to settle (laughs) down.
1: I'm sure that'll exactly what'll happen. Well, look,
0: all right, Tiny, I'm going to ask you to trust the science. Okay. <laughs> okay. We've had. We
1: all know science denying Tiny.
0: We are currently in our third experiment with Russia. All right. Mm-hmm. First experiment was Barack Obama was president and Russia took Crimea. All right. I remember that. Yeah. Second experiment, Trump was president and Russia took nothing. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Nothing at all. <laughs> Technically. Th- third experiment Joe Biden is president. Russia took Ukraine. Right. Right.
1: Or he's trying to.
0: Well, yeah. Has not succeeded. I doubt he's giving back what he's got. Mm-hmm. You know, if he just were to stop right there, they cease fire, we're done. We're is there what a we reason
1: got. why he wouldn't just end with what he's got? With what he's got? Yeah.
0: Well, I, I think that he's like, we have more resources than Ukraine will ever have. And all we got to do is just keep plodding along.
1: Why does he want it?
0: I don't know. You know, they had it the Russia when the USSR got started and all mm-hmm. that. You yeah. know, they, like, starved them out and all that. There was, like, the genocide of Ukraine or whatever they call the famine of Ukraine where they just let everybody over there starve, you know.
1: And, you know, it's hard to get, like, actual – true information of exactly what's going on over there. I I mean, I certainly don't know, but
0: well, now according to Putin, they're getting Putin. They're getting rid of the Nazis, right?
1: (laughs) Well, that's what you say. I think to, yeah, that's what you say to your own people to get them on board. Sure. Yeah. Which let me, and let me say this. That's why I think in my, Personal opinion, you need to be careful about who you go around labeling Nazis. Yeah, that's a because very when good you point. When every single boogeyman you see, you call him a Nazi, yeah. it's not going to take long before people quit being afraid of Nazis anymore. Sure.
0: Now, there's a lot of pictures of those Ukrainian troops with Nazi flags and stuff, you know, problematic to, to say the least. Yeah. Well,
1: is that, are those for real pictures or is that propaganda? I don't well, know. What I don't asking. know either. Yeah. That's, That's what a I'm very saying. good point. There's so much. There's so much propaganda. I Everyone's see. telling tales. Who knows what's going on?
0: Putin loves Jewish people. and He hates Nazis, and he's trying <laughs> to help them out. And he also has took out all the American bio labs. And I don't know what his other end game is. I don't know. But I mean, if he had all the
1: wealth that Crimea has to offer, mm-hmm. is it worth? What I mean for let's just take human life. I mean, which should be the most the thing we care about the most, right? But let's just say, like, monetarily, I mean, all the sanctions they've had, like, them getting kicked out of like the swift banking system, all this other stuff. Like, sure. And I don't know because I'm not like a Russian economist, but is it worth it? You know, like, is he really at the end of this? Let's say he's successful, yeah, and he takes all of Crimea. And the rest of the world, like we sh- we wag our fingers at him, but just didn't change anything. He's got it at the end of the day. Yeah, Was it worth it? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't either. I mean, I know Ukraine has a ton of farming resources and mm-hmm. stuff like that, which may be part of all of that. I mean, we're looking at things and going, hey, the climate continues to get worse. We're going to be able to need to produce more food. Who knows? I don't know what his motivations are. He's just going to be like bored. And Like, I want to take this land. I don't know what his deal is. Or it could be that there's a lot of funny stuff going on in Ukraine involving the other major world power. One of my (laughs) traditional enemies from the Cold War right right here on my doorstep. (laughs) And I need to cut all that out. That could be part of it, too. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I don't want to come out like I'm rooting for Putin or whatever, but. If you were in his shoes and that stuff was going on, might make you want to do something about it too. Hmm. You know, like if China was buying farmland in North Dakota right next to an Air Force base, that would be concerning for people in America. You'd want to stop that, right? Yeah, that's why we don't use
1: Huawei cell phones.
0: Yes. Well, they just bought a bunch of farmland right next to an Air Force base in (laughs) North Dakota. A Chinese company did. Yes. All right. Yeah, nothing funny about that. We're just going to let it happen, too. You know? (laughs) Nothing funny about that. Well, John, it's a Chinese company.
1: Sure. It's not the Chinese government. It's not the Chinese government.
0: (laughs) No, they're going to put up like some communication towers or something. (laughs) It's nothing to worry about. Oh, they need to let me be in charge of this country. I would what attack would everybody. I would conquer the world, Tiny. <laughs> yeah, they would call me John the Great, the greatest conqueror <laughs> the world has ever Thank known. Thank
1: you, Lord, yes. for not putting John in charge. Wow,
0: First person people were going, Canada. It'll be peaceful. It'll be like Cyrus the Great taking Babylon. All right? It'll be peaceful. It's fine. That'll be the first thing. We're consolidating power right here between between us and Canada. We need one leader already. I'm the guy for it. You know, <laughs> go up there. I'm going to behead Trudeau in front of everyone, just so they know I'm the new boss. <laughs> Pay tribute to me. Credit to John. <laughs> right.
1: Is that going to be your slogan? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then I think maybe just straight across the Bering Sea, and we'll just start taking northern Russia down into North Korea. Yeah.
1: Why do we want northern Russia,
0: though? And we'll have Japan start hitting Korea, too, you know, because they're remilitarizing now, which is fine. You know, they're our boys now. I love (laughs) Japan. They rock. But we'll have them start taking out. North Korea, too. And then we'll work our way down to China. Yeah. That's how it's going to go down. We're
1: up to China. Yeah.
0: (laughs) We'll roll across the, you know, Eurasian steppe into Europe. And then last final blow as we come around the globe, we're taking down Great Britain. You know? (laughs) Like, that's it. You guys started all of this. And we're ending it all with you. And That's it. And I would ride at the forefront of my armies, too like a conquering king should. Huh? Yeah. There you go. We want to thank our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. We want to thank them for their support. You can check them out right there on the Cajun Curl website at CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes. It'll even make a superhuman mutant soldier if you use the right <laughs> right combination of it. And uh, And it's amazing. Anything you put it on, it'll change your life. On the website, CajunCurl.com, that's where you can order your Bayou Blended Spice, and you can also find some recipes there that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own, all on the website. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Vowell's Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, Mark Mart in downtown Northport, the Piggly Wiggly on Lurleen Wallace, and I was informed by one Shane Spiller, it is available at the Piggly Wiggly down on the south side of town on Highway 69. Nice. Down in Taylorville. All His right. Over there, close to Spiller Hill, where all the spillers are from. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt. has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Tastes the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code at EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the
1: spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. Amen. You know what I would do if I was in charge, John? What's that? I would do nothing. Oh, yeah? I would let my vice president do all the work. I would put people in charge in like my cabinet, and I would constantly just be like, I'm busy, I'm in my office, and then I would just sit in that office playing on my Steam Deck all day long.
0: Okay. <laughs> all right. That's not what we need, Tiny. You want to make great America, America great again? Conquer I, Canada.
1: I didn't say that's what we need. I said that's what I would yeah. do.
0: <laughs> We're conquering Canada. We're going to conquer Mexico. We're conquering the world, baby. We're bringing freedom to the world under the guise of a tyrannical leader named John Long. Yes.
1: What do you say we go to the phones? Okay. Our first call comes from Jacqueline. Speaking of Canada. Yes.
0: (laughs) I am a Canadian sister. I feel like they would welcome me. And then once I take out Trudeau, I I would be hailed as a hero, I'm sure. Well, by some of them. Yeah. I don't know that Jacqueline the, would like it. The other half would not be too happy. But I would be like Jacqueline, you can run Canada for me. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like you're my person up here. Because know?
1: I really need to get some time some more time on my steam deck. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm like
0: I'm headed I'm headed across the Bering Strait to take out Russia and North Korea and all of Asia. But yeah. Uh, what are we gonna do with Siberia? Well, that's I why wouldn't. I'm saying we got to hit it first when we're fresh. <laughs> I wouldn't want Siberia if they gave it to me. Oh, that's fine, man. There's probably oil up there, you know, the or something. I, I would hope so. <laughs> they have some sort of natural resource. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we got to hit it when we're fresh. You
1: can open up a snow cone stand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really honestly, we would just launch a bunch of nukes and it'd be all over with. All right. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Hey, guys, it's Jacqueline. Um, this is a shout-out to Monica. Um, I'm just curious, and obviously it was me we were talking about, but, you know, whatever. Um, what is the... F- I'm genuinely interested. What is the freedom protest protesting now? All COVID restrictions are lifted. You live in a free, democratic country. I'm just curious what it is you're protesting. And I'm legitimately... I'm not trying to be smarter flip i'm legitimately curious what kind of freedoms you are still looking for that you don't already have um i agree eat the rich you know screw the rich i'm all for you there but i'm just i'm legitimately interested. so uh, let john and tiny know and uh anyway guys great episode. love you talk to you later bye
0: here we go, Monica. What do you I, want to hear?
1: I legitimately had no idea that that was directed at Jacqueline. I know it's probably I'm an idiot, and I was. not really. They pe- pe- picked pick up, up on all that, that either. but yeah, I had no idea. So well, <laughs> but and I'm just showing my own ignorance of like politics outside the United States. Sure. I mean, it's hard enough to keep up with what's going on within our borders yeah. for me. I'm <laughs> It doesn't you know. Like we run our
0: show; it doesn't matter what's going on here. <laughs> but That's are they right? still? I was
1: about to say, are they still like? protesting up there?
0: Well, according to Jacqueline, she all, said, as there's say, no she reason said that, to protest. Said, yeah, she
1: says that the COVID
0: restrictions are sure.
1: lifted if they're still protesting. Maybe know. they're
0: protesting trying to get their money back the government seized, you know, from their PayPal accounts <laughs> and stuff and <like> GoFundMe <laughs> and all that. They know? still have they still have all I don't those know. accounts frozen? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I haven't paid attention. Maybe that's where, like, freedom is for freedom of my dollars y'all took because I supported truckers or whatever it was.
1: Yeah, which I remember, like, there was some talk about some freedom convoys trying to get started here in America.
0: Oh, yeah. But I
1: I remember us being like, well, kind of like what Jacqueline said. I was like, I don't feel like it's yeah. it's not bad anymore.
0: I think when there was a people that got fired up about it, you know? It was like the Area 51 people <laughs> storming it. They got fired up about it and took some big rigs to Washington, D.C., but it wasn't enough to matter, Right. Because everybody else in the big rig was like, I need to be hauling stuff so I can make money. I can't take right. time off of work, you know? These things cost cash. Like I have if to you're, make it.
1: Like, if you're afraid that you're not going to be able to keep your job unless you get a shot and you don't yeah. want to get your shot. Then yeah, you're going to go protest. Sure. But if none, like you said, if, if that's not the case, then why would I go protest? Yeah. Nothing. When I, I, need, I need to make money. I need to make money. Right. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I can't keep up with Canadian politics. I'll let you know what's going on up there when I conquer it. <laughs> when you conquer it. Yes. <laughs>
1: the antichrist is sitting right here in front of me <laughs> it's always the one you least suspect
0: well tiny was predestined okay <laughs> like, there's nothing i can do about it
1: it's predestined uh well that'll do it for phone calls okay let did we get a, a little cat fight there a little bit of a cat fight <laughs> <laughs> i remember back when the when the protests were going on, like some of the provinces were starting to roll back some of the restrictions. And yeah. I have no idea. I don't know. Sometimes if you win, I mean, isn't that the whole point? Like you protest, but then when you get what you want, you can, you can go home. Right. Well,
0: protest is more fun than doing nothing. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess
0: a, so. a good protest is fun. Mm-hmm. Like everybody loves to burn down a CVS. <laughs> In a low income neighborhood. Everybody loves to swipe stuff out of a target sure. for free. <laughs> I mean, what's more fun than that? You know, till somebody like Kyle Rittenhouse shows up and ruins the party. <laughs> oh Lee. Yeah, we're having a blast. You gotta show up with your AR-15 to protect a used car park lot.
1: <laughs> I tell you what. I really thought that once Kyle won his case. That he would just disappear. That's what? He would quietly fade in the background. He can't. Had no idea he was going to love the limelight
0: so (laughs) Uh, much. Are you telling me a guy with a TikTok handle (laughs) of four doors, more whores (laughs) might like a little fame? Might just get a little on the fame wagon? Yeah. I'm surprised. Oh, well, let's see if we got any questions. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff.
1: We like to ask John questions on this show. If you have any questions you would like to ask John, you can head on over to our Discord server. Link in the show notes. Our first question comes from the driver. He asks, what is the longest you will wait to be seated at a restaurant?
0: Oh, man, I'll wait a while. I mean, like, they'll give you a wait time. It's always shorter than wait time. Everybody knows that, right? It wasn't true for us. Oh, yeah?
1: Last night. Oh, where'd you go? We went to Texas Roadhouse.
0: Oh, we went there the other
1: anniversary. day. Oh, yeah. and uh, Fancy. We, well, we had a $50 gift sure. card from our neighbor. <laughs> That's totally
0: cool. <laughs> so, I would have done the same thing, yeah. Uh,
1: they they told us 15 minutes, and we waited about 30 minutes, but I, it didn't feel Like it, I wasn't like upset or anything
0: about it. Well, we, uh, when we went, they gave us 30 to 45 minutes and Mm -hmm. we got seated in like 20. But yeah, I would say probably my cutoff would be an hour. Mm -hmm. It, it it depends on the restaurant. Yeah. I was
1: just fixing to say it depends on the restaurant. Like, obviously, I'm not going to wait. If I have to stand in line at McDonald's for 10 minutes, I'm starting to get aggravated.
0: Oh, yeah? You know? (laughs) Well, you never have to. Their average time is way lower than chick fil A's, So, yeah. (laughs) Well. That rarely ever happens. It don't feel like it.
1: (laughs) Maybe that's because when I'm sitting in the Chick-fil-A drive-through, I get to watch teenagers running around.
0: Thomas quit Chick-fil-A. Oh, did he? Did I tell you? Uh Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. Thomas quit. Well, I know uh,
1: know that this – Closed down, getting renovated right, right now.
0: Well, they, he has found a job at the after school program over at Northport Elementary. Okay. And he was told it pays $13 an hour. Well, he made $9 an hour at Chick fil A. He did the math. He's like, Yeah, it hey, just
1: makes good sense.
0: Yeah, I'm working, right. I can work, you know, I have to work five days pretty much. Mm-hmm. He's like, But I'll end up making more money. And so they texted him and were like, we are just checking to make sure you were going to return to work. And he texted back and was like, no, I found a job making more money elsewhere, thinking they might make him, you know, hey, how much? Whatever. And they were like, well, good luck to you. I was like, Thomas, they got homeschool kids lined up waiting (laughs) to make $9 an hour at this job.
1: Yeah, I was just fixing to ask if he worked out of notice, but this was during yeah, uh, it was, well, during were, the this, this was during the shutdown. During the shutdown,
0: so okay. he forfeited his bonus they gave him. Oh, yeah, because you had to work the last week uh, and work the week they opened up, or you know, the first pay period after they opened up.
1: Would that have uh, affected his nah. new job? Could his, he have done that? They
0: did the bonuses by like person. You know, how long you've been tenure? I should say, right? And his was like a hundred bucks. And so he was like, I am not worried about it.
1: Well, yeah, that makes sense. But I'm just like, if it wouldn't have affected my other job.
0: I'm, I'd, oh, yeah. I'd oh, yeah, the work in, got the bonus. Yeah. He'd yeah. nah. been
1: a terrible employee for a week. <laughs>
0: well, the crazy thing is during the fall, because football season and all that, he's only going to be able to work on Wednesdays. So he's only to work one day right. a week. But he wouldn't have been able to work anything different uh, mm-hmm. except on Saturdays at Chick-fil-A. So he's like, I'm not too worried about it.
1: And that's talking Thomas' employment. That's what's going on with
0: my 17-year-old son, guys. Everybody's wondering. Thomas will be down at Northford Elementary after school program. Uh,
1: the driver also asked, which would be scarier, facing down a physical demon, one that you can see, feel, hear, and touch, or a mental demon, only which is one that only exists in your
0: subconscious? I would say physical because I've been facing down mental ones for really my whole life. I was just fixing to say I deal with mental demons on a daily basis. I wrestle one every night when I go to bed. We have a good old match.
1: Uh I think this one's directed more at me. This okay. one comes from Goose. Whatever happened to uploading the podcast on Mondays, hashtag fix your upload schedule. <laughs>
0: Is Goose in a Patreon? I don't know. Uh, Because if he's not. (laughs) Because if he's not, you're getting what you pay for, bud. Yeah,
1: I will say that uh, we didn't record until Tuesday. Right. This latest one. And I was just... You know, no. He's on that Steam Deck, y'all. he's <laughs> playing the Steam Deck. Steam, hey, deck. Give him a break. Steam Deck has not been great for my productivity. Sure. Although I did pressure wash our sidewalk in you the did. front Looks patio Beautiful. Today, so. Looks beautiful.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, like uh, I think everyone should realize that uh, we don't make enough money off of this to put our lives on hold any more than we already do. You know, now I
1: would absolutely love yeah. to make this my full time job.
0: Yeah, I don't know so if, if I want to make it my full time, but I'll take it as a part time. You know <laughs> I was
1: about to say if 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 everyone wanted to sign up and pay us a living wage, the right. two of us,
0: to well, where see, I could just
1: do here, this. Here's the difference <laughs> between
0: uh here's the difference between a union marker. And a normal worker like myself. As (laughs) Tiny's like, I would love to do this. I don't like my job and everything. I'm like, whoa, hold up. I can't say that. Because my boss on Monday would be like, hey, well, since you like doing your little podcast, why don't you go do that and not work for me anymore?
1: (laughs) Nicole asks, is it still camping if your tent has beds in it?
0: Uh, Well, like what would you? If you're talking about a real bed, like with a frame and a box spring and a mattress, no. No. <laughs> if you have a cot or something like that, mm-hmm. I count that as camping. Yeah.
1: What about an air mattress?
0: Yeah, air mattress I think is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's okay. i sleep on an air mattress. It's a little bitty backpacking Yeah, one. I was about to say, yeah.
1: I would imagine it's, because if you're actually backpacking, it's,
0: yeah. An air mattress is great. Mm-hmm. I got a buddy who sleeps on the ground. He's like, I love sleeping on the ground. I've always slept on the ground. I think it's better, whatever. You know. I'm it's like,
1: better. Wow.
0: I'm like, okay. Yeah. I
1: have known guys who when they go, you know, hiking, they take like a tarp. Yeah. <laughs> they have right. like a, a, I've a, done that before, a too. knapsack, yeah. and that's all.
0: I've took a day pack with like mm-hmm. food and cooking gear in it and a tarp and some string. And that's how I camped in the Sipsy wilderness one time on a mm-hmm. weekend by myself. It was awesome. And had a lot of fun, but I don't want to do that regularly. Right. I like having a tent. It's fun to zip that zipper up. It makes you feel like the rest of the world's not there.
1: I'm a big fan of, uh, and I know you're going to, you know, hate this, but I like the hammock camping.
0: No, I don't hate mm-hmm. hammock camping. I just don't like sleeping in a hammock. You know,
1: I will see. I do. I mean, I prefer it to sleeping on the ground.
0: What that. about in the winter? And I know they got well, under now, quilts and stuff. Tiny don't
1: camp in the winter. too. Oh, yeah?
0: <laughs> yes. I know they got under quilts and all this stuff, uh, but it still feels like you're letting a ton of air get underneath you. It's gotta be cold.
1: I will say that uh and look, some people do it and and it is for it's good for them. They've figured out a system and so good for them. Yeah. But I will say that yes, like if you're hammock camping and, and you're in the winter and it's to the point where you need your t- your cover. You need your hammock. You need your underquilt. You yeah. need all this other stuff. Right. You're you're packing just as much stuff as if you just took the sleeping bag and, and a tent. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah, I get it. And I would think if it was comfortable. Mm-hmm. Right? And maybe it's just because I the one time I slept in a hammock, it was like a crappy. I you know I don't know anything about hammock world, but I know it just tore my back up. It okay. felt like I was sleeping in a sea.
1: So, I, you love know? It. I love but, it. But you got to lay. Well, you, first of all. You need to stretch it out yeah. so that it's not quite such a banana. There's always going to be like a little bit of a banana shape. Right. But also, you like you want to lay kind of sideways a little bit. Does that yeah. make sense? Like put your feet to one side and your head to the other. Okay. And that, that helps straighten you out a little bit.
0: That uh, sounds like too much work to sleep. <laughs> <you know?
1: laughs> I don't know. I love it. In fact, on like really nice days in the fall, we'll go
0: out back. And, and just them up. And string up. They're great to sit in and like hang mm-hmm. out. Like I'll sit in on like a swing, you know, sideways with my feet hanging off the side. Yeah. They're comfortable like that. I just couldn't sleep that way all night long, laying down and I don't dig it. I don't know. And mm-hmm. I like to have that little like a zip my tent door up. Yeah, so I I feel like I'm alone. So Bigfoot can't get you. Well, I was in there <laughs> like you forget that other people are around you, mm-hmm. and you're sitting there like farting and everything else. <laughs> you feel like you're in like a
1: room. <laughs> Goose ask, what is the lie in John's Two Truths and a Lie?
0: <laughs> okay, what I know I said I got bit by a shrew, I got bit by a bat, and I got bit by a snake.
1: Yeah, he says he thinks it's the bat. Is it the bat? Is the bat the
0: lie? No. You were bit
1: by a bat.
0: I okay. was bitten by a bat. I was bitten by a shrew too. I've never been bitten by a snake.
1: All right. So
0: there you go. There you go. That's yeah. the lie. That's the lie. Yes. Remember- I'm not Batman either. Remember, I was
1: about to say, remember on uh, The Office when Jim convinced Dwight that he was becoming a vampire? Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. Classic. It was great. Funny.
1: All right. That'll do it for questions. All right. But one thing we have to do before we end the show is we have to thank our patrons. We thank you all so much for all the support that you send our way. Uh, If we get enough support... Maybe we'll upload our shows on a regular schedule yeah, again. <laughs> that's right.
0: That's right. <laughs> we got a family, okay. What if and we jobs? Start, and stuff. What if
1: we just made it to where uh, the patrons we just uploaded there? They're regular. always on time. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. And then just to be, just to be mean, we we'll like, just put on the rip, free show. Yeah, Whatever. If you're a freeloader, you just get it whenever. Someday it might be Monday. Next week it might be
0: Friday. Who knows? And maybe you might get, miss a week.
1: One week, maybe you get three in a row. That's, right. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. I that will, would just
0: make me laugh. Yeah. I will. I will try to do better though. <laughs> ah, look, Tiny, you're doing fine. <laughs> Don't let these people give you a hard time. All right? You're doing okay. But I tell you what, the people I really
1: like, the people who I really love, (laughs) are these people right here who donate at the 10 or above tier. And those people are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Hank Hernandez, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Josh Dodd, Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick, Mick Wheel. Thank you all so much, and I will do everything in my power to get y'all's show <laughs> <laughs> uploaded on time. <laughs> That's right. If you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash We have several tiers, but the $5 tier gets you the extended show and speaking of extensions, what do we got coming up today?
0: Uh, I'm going to talk about a Mexican scam. All right. Yeah,
1: I am going to talk about self love in space. Okay. Self care. Self care. Yeah, in it's space. important
0: in space. Sure, got to be equally important in space. In,
1: in space. space. <laughs> you got anything else?
0: Uh, everybody pray for the president. He's got COVID. Oh really? Yeah, I, didn't, I did not even. know. He's got COVID. He's been vaccinated and boosted. Still got COVID. Hmm. I hate it for him. I hope. I mean, he's like he's seriously say, old. He, it could was take was about him. I say out.
1: he's at an age where yeah. it's it could be really bad for him.
0: Look, don't let the governor yeah. of New York put him in a nursing home with us. A death sentence. <laughs>
1: that's what I said. he already fell off a bicycle.
0: So. He sure did, man. <laughs> Have you seen? What if this is
1: all a plot for Kamala to take power?
0: All right, look, here's what <laughs> here's what's going to happen, Tiny. All right, you ready? I'm ready. He's going to be like, I-, I have to step down because of my health. You know, mm-hmm. I-, I can't perform the duties of president. My vice president will be taken over and all that. I'm pardoning Hunter Biden. I'm out. Everybody, (laughs) take it easy. I'm retiring from public life. Yeah. That's how it's going to go down. Then Kamala will be president. Because you can't run Joe Biden again. There's no way he can run again.
1: Well, yeah, I'm with you. Now, he says he's running again. Well, he got 81 million votes. Well, also, here's the thing. We're done. We done got off the the topic. But (laughs) when you're president, I heard it said all political power is future power. Sure. Like if you're not going to be the president, then what does anyone need to do anything do for anything you? Do anything for right. you? Yeah. So
0: oh, that's a good point. So he
1: can't come out and say he's not running again right. because if he comes out now and says he's not running again, like no one's going to. He'll never work pass
0: with him. Bill Back better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, He'll never get Roe v. Wade codified into law.
0: Sure. For real, though, I mean, all jokes aside, I'm an American and I love America. I love our president. I don't want him to be sick and die. I want him to be sick or I want him to get hurt falling on his bicycle, even though that's hilarious. Mm -hmm. So I'm serious. Everybody pray for the president. You need to be praying for him anyways, if what, you're a Christian. That's what the
1: Bible says that's to right.
0: That's, exactly that's right. That's exactly right. That's right. Yes.
1: Whether you voted for him or not.
0: That's right. You better support the president. All right? <laughs> well, you better support the president. I think you can disagree with the president. You can disagree. But you absolutely
1: yeah. are supposed to pray yeah. for the leaders in power above
0: Sure. You. That's right. And
1: let's keep in mind that uh when Paul originally wrote that to the Christians, he was talking about the Romans. Sure. All right. They weren't real friendly. <laughs> yeah. They didn't like us too much. Yeah. If if the early church can pray for Rome, yeah. I think we can pray for Joe Biden. Easy. Even me.
0: Yeah, put the prayer put the president on your prayer list. If you don't believe in God, do whatever it is you do. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know, thoughts or positive vibes or anything like that. We don't need our leader being sick like that. Now, Trump got over it in a few days. <laughs> well. I, I wanna, I'm, I'm checking the Biden. That's because he, he had does. those fish
1: chemicals.
0: <laughs> he was taking horse medicine and fish <laughs> chemicals. He injected some bleach in his arm. Yep.
1: Remember, everybody went nuts on that one. I mean, he did say he, what he said was crazy. Yes, but, but right. yes. But he's Donald Trump. He says crazy stuff every single he has day. He no clue what's
0: going on. <laughs> what well, was the comedian that was like, you know, he'd show up to the bait and be like, oh, what are we talking about tonight? You know? He's <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know what's going on. He <laughs> just make fun of people. Yeah. It's great.
1: <laughs> you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us. Whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on them all. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Oddity on Twitter. If you want to check out our show art, that is underscore Oddity on Instagram. We have a Discord server, link in the show notes. Also, we have a political... Channel. Channel. in yeah. our Discord. That's which would right. be a great place to discuss Canadian politics. Sure. <laughs> it's a great place to <laughs> if you hash out whatever <laughs> issues there are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number?
0: That is 662-493-2059. That's
1: 662-493-2059. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off.
0: Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.
1: All right. So, John. All right. It's a Sunday afternoon. I went to Harbor Freight yesterday after we had our anniversary dinner and i was going to get like one of those little uh little pressure washers it's not a big yeah. one but it's a small electric one